Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the NXT 2 but oh, preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT 2 but oh. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review NXT 2 but we also baby. <laughs> as well as, I don't know, pay-per-views, premium live events. <laughs> we have roundtable discussions, interviews, all that bollocks, basically. And a round of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, they're joined by Cedric to look ahead to NXT. But, oh, tonight, how are you feeling? Oh, I feel nothing. What's on the... Uh, you, every week, right, I need to sort out my bloody slack. I don't get the little, you know, the little one with the ones. <laughs> yes. So you get the one when it's like a new message from a private... Um, one-to-one. Yeah. You get the little cycle when it's like a group. Indeed. That just doesn't appear on my thing. <laughs> I don't know how to get it back, basically. I'm an idiot when it comes to, like, technology. So it's like, here's an important message. Uh, oh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been three hours. It's been three hours. Uh, yeah, I really need that looked at. Um, so I have <laughs> not looked at this card. It, and you know what the funny thing is? If you do not remind me of a goddamn thing that happened, like, and what I'm, it, what's in store for me tonight... I'll never in a million years remember. And when I try and remember, I just get bored. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it is a stacked card tonight. Not sure whether or not there's no confirmation as to whether they're going to do the uh, breakout tournament again this week. I think it's the semi-final stage. So they may well save that for next week as they go home before the premium live event on the Saturday. Whatever that one is. Not stand and deliver. What is it? Something like that. They've got Summit coming Summit. Um, but we have got like... At least seven matches. In something. your house. In your house, thank you. Um, uh, coming up. Seven matches tonight? Yep. Oh, that limits the scope for nonsense backstage. Mm, there's one match I think you're going to have a lot of fun with, oh. though. Um, before we get to, to that one, that we've got to talk about the world champ. Well, both world champs are in action. Let's start uh, with the guy who is being challenged by Joe Gacy at uh, the premium live event, as we mentioned. Uh, the man who maniacally cackled as we went off air last week, if you remember. But Brombreaker tonight has got to be concerned with Duke Bloody Hudson. He wants some bloody respect because Brombreaker walked right through his interview last week. I remember this So now. it's one of those... I never have remembered in a million years. Presumably. Could have went my, sorry, I could have went my entire life. If they just said, right, okay, you don't have to watch NXT 2.0 anymore, I'll be like... <laughs> but I think I sense this is a way to be like... Ron Breaker can still win matches, guys, because they've just sort of done a lot of shenanigans with Joe Gacy recently. But could it go the other way? Will Duke Hudson earn respect from the champ as he hopes for? 
That was it. Is that WWE.com copy? He's out for respect, basically, yeah. Respect. Respect. Um, no. He's not going to earn the respect. What are they going to do? Like, have... Like, that's the thing. You think druids might attack again? Just maybe. You can't really tell the story about Bron Breaker, like, being this sort of wizened, old veteran star presence. Who, you know, if you take him to his limit in, like, a Clash of the Champions 45-minute style draw... And at the end, after 45 minutes of Bron Breaker versus Duke Bloody Adson, at like some NXT TV show, he's going to like pick him up off the mat and realize, you know what? You couldn't beat me, but I couldn't beat you either. There you go. Here's my hand. Shake that. How's he going to enter his respect? Like, I, uh, he's had 20 game of poker? He's had 20 matches. Uh, this is a nonsensical thing. But being a little bit less cynical, um, I want to be reminded that Bron Breaker is exceptional at almost slicing people in half with the combined um, might of propulsive, explosive force and his absolutely jacked trap muscles and mm. shoulders because his spears are awesome. His impact snap moves are awesome. Like, I'd rather, like, they're so stupid. Just get Marco Stunt. Mm. Just hire him. He's available. Get him in. And then just kill him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what you should do. I don't need to see Duke Hudson apply nerve holes and Bron Breaker struggle for underneath for like four minutes of a three and a half minute ad break and then spear and, you know, the other thing that he does. But it'll be a nice reminder that he's not just the ultimate warrior in 1990. Yeah. that's where he is now. Yeah, and, and I, I would not be surprised if some druids try and get involved to continue this maniacal reign that Joe Gacy is attempting to have, even though he got lost clean as a sheet you on might the last get, showdown. Yeah, you might get uh, depressed. You know who's under the Druids hoods, don't you? I've heard this whispers about this, but remind people if they're unaware. The grizzled young veterans, because if you remember, not that you ever would, it's NXT 2.0, <laughs> but they were last seen abandoning their ring names or saying... The Grizzle Young Veterans are dead, or Gibson and Drake are dead. You'll never hear from them again. The idea being they're undergoing a character shift, and they're clearly, you know, them. <laughs> Scouse Supernatural. How does that work? Oh, how does that work? And That's my were, impression of a Scouse. Yeah, like I like that. <sighs> um, um, I just am astonished that they Say have... Say something spooky in a Scouse accent. <laughs> Hey lads, we've got it. We've got ourselves a haunted house. <laughs> Do you want to go and sleep there over the weekend? Say like a sinister, scary threat in a Scouse yeah. accent. You'll never make it out of here alive, son. See, if I heard that in Liverpool, I'd be like, right, yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah, probably true. But why? 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 If you're gonna, we are Satan's children. I also like the idea. They're like. We need some um, we need some disciples who can you know learn from Joe Gacy. Should we get the former NXT UK Tag Team Champions two and two two of the best wrestlers we've got left in NXT? Yeah, yeah. Not some green guys that yeah, not, yeah. we've never seen on camera. You could probably benefit from having like 100%. multi-man matches and you know a bit of TV time, doing very little with no pressure on. Ridiculous. But yeah, Bron Breaker wins. Children, our seasons, disciples. <laughs> Stephen, what's... You give yourself a 
cool. He gives himself the run of trying to do a Scouse accent. My favourite thing to say Ow. is when Stephen Gerrard, Aston Villa manager, Liverpool legend, of course, was once uh, asked in an interview. Um, no, we don't know why this the interview was Scouse. They said, Stephen, what's your what's your favourite type of cheese? What's your favourite type of cheese, uh, Michael Sidgwick? I like mozzarella. Mozzarella. Bit of brie. Bit of red Leicester. Bit of, bit of just, just good old-fashioned cheddar. Do you know what um, Stephen Gerrard said? Baby Bell. No, he said, what's my favourite type of cheese? Um, <laughs> um, melted cheese. <laughs> Mandy Rose is also in action tonight uh, against Indy Bloody Hartwell. The two, <laughs> the two heartbroken... Uh, See, Yanks, it's not just your goddamn accent. The two heartbroken people whose partners we can't speak of because they were just just don't exist in this universe anymore. Both fighting the champions, Mandy Rose versus Indy Bloody Hartwell, um, trying to prove a point, presumably by I don't know. They've beaten up Wendy Chu. They've beaten up Cora Jade and that lot, haven't they? So I suppose Indy Hartwell's next. I'm getting quite fed up with this whole toxic attraction thing. If I'm perfectly honest, yeah, it's not the best, is it? It's not the best at all. They basically want to. Induce heart attacks within perverted old men. So that way, like, you kill enough of them off, then your minimal 18 to 49 viewers still look a little bit better by comparison. <laughs> yes. It's like, hey, did your demo get less ugly? Because it's <laughs> like, they get like 600 in that ballpark overall viewers, and like 10 of them are 18 to 49. <laughs> but if like, one number looks closer to the other, irrespective of what the actual demo number is. It'll look better. Yeah, I get it. So maybe that's why they're pushing toxic attraction so goddamn hard. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the plan is with with Mandy Rose. Always in the art well. I don't know how they're going to advance it. Every angle is been nonsense, pranks, just stupid stuff, and the match itself is not going to be of a particularly high caliber. Is Mandy going to face Wendy at the pape then? They haven't really seem, seem to got anything in the plan for her yet. Potentially. Look, I think the. Deal all along is that they've tried to have waited patiently for Cora J to really get there. And you know, after the Natalia match, maybe she's there enough by two point oh standards. But then Roxy's uh, Roxanne Perez is awesome as well. Yeah. So. Who the bloody hell knows? But I don't see Indy Hartwell being the champion. I just don't. Non title anyway, this. But yeah, yeah, even if she wins this to get the um yeah. championship eliminator, mate. Well, they change their mind on this every bloody week. So I just can't see her. I really rare. She got such a. She was such. I didn't even like the way it was so kind of lame. Gargano, odd times had a popper in him. Yeah. And Hartwell's facial expressions were good. She's got something about her, but it's whether this version of NXT 2.0. Like she went from like she had a few kinks and it was funny because oh you wouldn't expect it. And uh, the odd facial expression was funny. Remember. When the Asta like do a drum roll, she's yes. got like a pretty uh what I'm looking for. It's not really irreverent. Quirky. Quirky sense of humor. Yeah. Um But they are just not bothered about quirky senses of humor. It's very broad now. Now she's just cock mad and now she's depressed because there's no gag left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I don't take seriously I kinda want to be a wrestler after all. Well, do you? Because you want to be Austin Theory's brother. And the son of Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. That's how you started. Yeah. Then you want to just get choked during getting <laughs> by Dexter Loomis. <laughs> that was your thing for a bit. Then 
<laughs> you wanted to prove that you were better at having sex than Persia Parata. It's actually a whole arc. Very little of this has got anything to do with wrestling. Yeah. You probably won the World Tag Team title. You probably won the World Tag Team title at some point during this. I think I vaguely recall. Yeah, I think you're right. But that doesn't matter. Who cares? It's all about Kiak. Now she's like, I have to be a real wrestler now. I "Well, I don't take you seriously as a real wrestler. So sorry, but yeah, not into this at all. Sticking with champs in action. The tag champs, pretty deadly. Uh, not Scottish. Um, they take on Roderick Strong and Damon Kemp. Jesus. Um, the fail brother of games. It's so funny, that. But I sense this is probably less about the tag champs and more about the slowly disintegrating uh, diamond mine. Yeah, I don't know how they go about this. like Because <clears throat> the story that they might tell, because I wouldn't put it past them, could potentially make the creeds not look like baby faces if they try and do the, oh, we're going to try and get in the way, but for the squad, squad goals, remember them? <laughs> uh, for the sake of squad goals, they might try and interfere, which is going to complicate the fact that people are kind of, oh, I like the big uh, jock dunce who breaks his ankles on a cannonball. People like that. I kind of do as well. So they kind of turn a baby face, but if they try and do this, oh, we're still heels, but we will be the baby faces coming out of the back of the diamond mine split when this stable's legitimately like kind of split five times already, yeah. technically. So they could interfere, and like Roderick Strong's like, What the bloody hell are you doing? I didn't need your help. Well, actually, dickhead, I didn't need your help last week. Well, if we don't need any, each other's help, then we can't be stable anymore, can we? No, let's have a few. Yeah. I think that's what it's going to be. Yeah, I hope it's not. Damon Kemp is so boring. Do you think they've got any banter between the two brothers? I only think they did growing up and compete. Wrestle, that's it. Wrestle, compete. Compete, wrestle. Gym, tan, laundry. (laughs) What a pair of absolute boring bastards. I think the thing is, yeah, I don't want um, the Creed brothers to try and help them win against Pretty Deadly. And then they screw up and then Pretty Deadly win and then... then, uh, Roderick Strong starts, like, shoving them, and then they go, oh, right, that's it, that's the final straw, and then they fight him, and then we go into a feud, because, yeah, surely what they should do is cost Roderick Strong and Dame Kemp and be like, yeah, see, it's not nice, that, is it? Yeah. And then they set up the feud, but I'm worried it's going to be the former rather than the latter. You should have thought of that, shouldn't you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just for idiots who don't get along, I don't even know who the baby faces are, I've kind of got an inkling. Hmm. Damon Kemp will probably get released next week. Not being funny, but like, that's the chaos of Diamond Mine. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, let's talk about Von Wagner, shall we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he is in action tonight against uh, Ikem and Giro. Oh, Christ, remember this feud? Yeah, exactly. They've, they've gone back to it. They've gone back to that well at least once more. Yeah. Um, I just hope he gets some mic time. I miss him on the mic. What might he say? He'll just say something really generic, like, it's as easy as one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be his catchphrase. I'm trying to think of if like, he has a, a promo, what he could say about Ikemanjiro and jackets. Is there anything in Von Wagner jacket stuff? Take off your pants and jacket. Take off your pants and jacket. Um, yeah, Open at them. It sucks so bad that the one time this imbecile idiot promotion got self-aware once <laughs> and realized how Von Wagner's funny when he talks. It's like, oh, where, man, you... you, you you lost the plot, and you'll never get. You'll never regain the plot in every other bit of the show. The one thing you've actually smart enough to grasp is why right, people are taking the piss out of this one. Wagner, and <laughs> we have to get my mouthpiece. He can't talk, and he can't be a baby face. He can't emote. He can't do a couple of twelve ounce curls in uh, in the woods with Kyle O'Reilly anymore because it's very weird. He, I think I recall I said at the time there are two murderers on NXT mm-hmm. at the time because it was Tony D and uh, Dexter mm-hmm. Loomis. And I believe that Von Wagner was going to kill Kyle O'Reilly in the woods <laughs> yeah. more than I take seriously them killing people. Um, I miss him. I don't want to see him do a rubbish, generic FC dub squash match. I want to hear him talk. Yeah, exactly. But he is just going to wreck Ikemajiro. Like he wrecked that brilliant tag, tag match. Not tag match, singles match last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still pissed off at one. Like Von Wagner. Wagner. Or actually, I'm more pissed off with the booking. Yes, exactly. Because I know it's a work of fiction. Uh, got a bit of a Where's Wendy for you off this. That's my pick for Where's Wendy, right. this match. Uh, Ikemanjiro comes down to the ring, takes off his jacket, because he's got another jacket underneath, of course. He's got his wrestling jacket and his entrance jacket. Hangs it up on a coat rack, but when he goes to leave, even though he's, he's probably had his head caved in, goes to take it off the coat rack. Coat rack's been replaced by Wendy Chu, and he just put a coat on her head. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The thing is... The fact you didn't go, well, that's not going to happen. Shows I know, I know, I know. Nothing, anything's possible. Uh, Sanger and Wesley. Call Jesus. this one. Right, the future is dead. This company's future is dead. And yet it isn't because they'll still make money hand over fist. We've got Wesley. He's great. Wesley. Yeah, They're just putting like, him in the ring with Sanger. They chased him for the 24-7 title in about two years, which will still exist. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe the 24-7 you get a title shot. God. This is an AEW pay-per-view week. And it's not lifting my mood. Like, wrestling is so bad. <laughs> I, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it, man. Eight hey, New Japan crowds are apparently coming back. That might reinvigorate my interest in that promotion. 
AEW that might sort itself out. They've done the whole thing of, yeah, yeah, we listen. But like, that's usually one part of the show. Oh, that's about six parts are pretty rubbish at this point. So sort it all out. And then this, the Fed's the Fed. <laughs> Jeez, I might just join the film channel. Like. <laughs> um, yeah, are we going to give... I like the idea of Wesley and Nathan Fraser becoming pals. Becoming a tag team. I said this on the review. I should have realized, like, shut up. You've got to save something for this nonsense preview. I'll say it again. The mega fans will forgive. Oh, yeah. They should do, even though it's a pretty daft thing, it worked a bit for the bar. Do a best of seven. The seven, because I just get to see seven matches. The seventh match goes to a draw. And then they'll say, you know what we both did when we were younger? Just like everybody else in the company, we dreamed of being WWE superstars. Why don't we share that dream together? So basically, just get some good tag team matches and some seven great matches. Yeah, I like that. Just, just do that. Just be, just be the bar. So maybe Nathan Fraser interferes and helps Wesley defeat Sanger, who's had a bit of a rough time of inching show, yeah, really, yeah, hasn't he? He's been a bit rubbish, hasn't he? He's the muscle, and then Grayson Bloodwater is like, actually, I don't need you. Yeah. Just he's uh, no wonder he's, he was right to do it. Yeah, he did. He didn't have a great record, <laughs> yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Well, he's, he's useless. And he was just sat about in catering and accidentally picked a fight here. Well, Wes Lee's was sort of looking for it, wasn't he? Yeah. He's like, what do you mean, people our size? And then the, that was it. And Nathan Rowe was like, I don't think he's meant it like that, mate. And he's like, no, we're having, let's have it out next week. That's what you're having. You know, you accidentally bumped someone in a pub. You accidentally spilled your pint on them. And they go, what are you doing? Oh, sorry, mate. It's just an accident. I just got bumped into myself. I, I really apologise. Let me get you a drink. No, no, no. No, I'm not having that. You and me, outside, next week. <laughs> <laughs> what? Come back here next week and we'll have a fight. <laughs> That's the first time as well you're genuinely a little bit like, oh, God, I wouldn't want to spill with one's pie. Yeah. You got really into character just then. Yeah. Let's have it out in seven days' <laughs> yeah. time at this specific time. Uh, Electro Lopez versus Alba Fire is next on the sheet here. I really like Kaylee Ray, and they've obviously they obviously are a fan of Electra Lopez. She's a part of this Legado del Fantasma stable. She's moved on from being Bobby Lashley's first wife. I think we watched yeah, yeah. on a Raw review recently. Um, I don't know. Are they finally going to realize what they've got in an Alba Fire in no. the former Kaylee Ray? No. They've already built up. Um, it's fine. Alba Fire's got a thing now. Sparking bat. A battle fire, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it sparks as well. Um, so, she's got her thing. She can do her thing at times of their choosing, whatever. If you noticed, Electra Lopez, is mm-hmm. it? I always think, like, Jesus Christ, am I going to accidentally say the name of a porn star when I say Electra <laughs> Lopez? Like, is that right? Am I going to accidentally, you know? Um, yeah, she had this interview with Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez where mm. there was an interruption. So that would suggest that there's oh, going to be yeah. matches with them or one of them and she had to win this match. That's how it would... Yeah, she said, I'm, I'm, I don't concern myself effectively with people like you. Yes. So she's probably being built as the big bad for the two young, adorable wrestlers in the women's division that they have real plans for. So Alba Fire is just the one with the bat. That would be boring, actually. Yeah, so maybe they cost her this match. By oh, maybe. Think of all the dramatic permutations of this episode of 2.0 now that and we then have a conversation future book- about it. Future booking. 
It is uh, Cora Jade versus Electra Lopez. Electra Lopez looks like she's got the match won. But Rox, Roxanne Perez slides in the uh, skateboard. Electra Lopez stands on it, falls over, gets pinned. But it's not a banana skin, but it's a skateboard, skateboard skin. Skateboard skin. <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> They're like, and people, people on, you know, people on Twitter are going to be like, see? AW, skateboard stuff. WWE, skateboard stuff. Basically the same. You know you're allowed to like two promotions. Guys, come on. Can you need cheering up? Should I give you the final match yes. Oh, it, oh greatly. It is Stacks and Two Dice. Oh, God damn it, the debut. Versus Malik Blade and Idris Anofe. Who the real gangsters of NXT 2.0? I don't want to go to the goddamn blindly in the goddamn blindly. God damn it! I love. Hey, they might be super workers. I never seen. I never seen these two guys in the ring. But I gotta tell you, I love Malik Blade and Idris Anofi when they step between those ropes, or whenever I see them on my goddamn TV. Yeah, I like to see the titties pop. I love it. I love them. I think they are genuinely charismatic gentlemen, and I hope they get a victory tonight. I hope they are real to be the real gangsters. Although. Looking at the rap sheet, tends to be that they get fed to people to time, try and establish them. See Viking Raiders. <laughs> yeah, that is the issue. That's a goddamn issue. What are the names of these uh, schmucks again? Uh, I can't remember their actual names. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't even bother to write them down. I've just written stacks and two dimes. <laughs> There's no goddamn point in there. No, nah, none whatsoever. They're, they're, they're absolutely goddamn right. <laughs> they're doomed. They're doomed. Yeah, pretty doomed. Uh, imagine... You go to work. Hey, I'm gonna be like the goddamn Undertaker or Steve Austin or maybe even Roman Reigns, a tribal chief. And you, and, you, and you report to work, and they say, "Hey, a little uh, character for you." <laughs> I think I know where you're going with this because you <laughs> speak to the goddamn Italian American <laughs> accent. Uh, so what is it? Uh, your <laughs> your ring name? Wait for it. Yeah, yeah. You've been dreaming of this your whole goddamn life. <laughs> well, you know. I kind of sucked at collegiate sports. <laughs> so I thought I'd give this goddamn rubbish a try because it pays me. Or alternatively, you know, you, you grew up, you watched Cena, Batista, Orton. Who is it? Your goddamn name Stacks, you schmuck. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, what's that? Stacks. <laughs> no. Stacks. I'm sorry, but what, what should I say if people want to, you know, write a letter to me? They can't write Stacks on there. Good point. You know what? I found out their actual names, and it's no better. Stacks, that's your that's your nickname. Uh, you're actually called Channing Lorenzo. Ah, uh, Channing. And the other guy, two dimes, Troy Donovan. I don't trust someone with two first names. I'm sorry. Makes <laughs> me a little suspicious. I don't trust that guy. But uh, Channing Lorenzo. <laughs> Do you know what I think they do in, in NXT? I think you show up and you take a picture of the grey T-shirt and property of the performance center. We own your ass now. Uh, and we pay you not enough, let's be perfectly honest. I hope they have, do you know, like a big hat box. Like I want, I'm basically using something that's deep but wide as well. And I think it's like, um, what was the show with uh, Noel Edmonds where you'd like... Uh, uh, deal, part, deal, deal or no deal? deal. Numbered boxes, and you just pick a box, and that's it. And then you open, and then at the end, you open the box, and it's got I don't know, chef's hat in it. You're like, Congratulations, you're smug, you're a goddamn <laughs> wrestling chef. <laughs> They've all got gimmicks, haven't they? Open it up, goddamn skateboard. I can't skateboard. 
Tough titties, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Stocks times, two times. How'd you like them apples? <laughs> so, Sage, uh, who are going to be the real gangsters of uh, 2.0 for you? Look, the gangsters, man. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> the gangsters with the gangster gimmick. Uh, and Stacks you know and two times. <laughs> you make a good point. Should we wrap up? With a yeah. quick uh, Tony D'Angelo brick door. Well, I got uh, nothing. Okay, I got something. Don't worry. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Remember the finish of last week's show? Santos hit him with the uh, brass knucks to yeah, win that. Uh, yeah. So Santa, uh, then, so Tony's going to appear backstage, okay? He's just watching his boys on a monitor while it's... At an know, unnatural do, angle. Yeah, what do uh, what do uh, gangsters eat and what do they drink? Like, what's a Tony Soprano staple? Peppers and sausage. Okay. And uh, drink, like a wine, obviously. Okay, a little, a little Chianti, and have some peppers and sausage. Yes. How you doing? I get a sausage and mushroom pizza. How you doing? I get a sausage and mushroom pizza. So he's watching his boys. He's sitting, but he's he's uh, showcasing a bit of a shiner after last week's attack. And uh, he watches his boys win, and then he cuts a promo down the lens. And you know what he says? What does he say? He says, uh. Santos, you dirty rat. Don't get me wrong. Tony D has been known to fight dirty in the past. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't against gouging out a fool's peepers or going for the gonads. Huh? Okay. But brass knucks? Why, you some kind of bitch? (laughs) Doing research on this. The great Otto Burman once said, It's nothing personal. It's just business. Well, you made it personal, you schmuck. I'm going to send you to the great cannoli shop up in the sky. And bada bing, bada boom, Tony D will be the only Don in the room. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, Heaven Market, they've condensed. The Keyside market, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, And some of the vendors go to heaven now. So, you know, we get to go. It's really good. I sampled some pistachio cannoli. Oh. And it was so goddamn good. I, ne- I never had no cannoli. Well, it's great. I got to try some cannoli this weekend, man. Crispy, sweet shell. Beautiful, consistent cream. <laughs> My God, it's an explosion. It's a taste goddamn sensation. It's out of this world. Is it so good that you could never forget about it? The first thing I'm going back to eat. Absolutely. That's brownies. There's uh, cupcakes. Sausage on a stick. There's the Geordie Sausage <laughs> Company. Geordie Banger Company. <laughs> there's like a wood fire pizza gimmick. Uh, there's some gyros. But I'll go back for the goddamn cannoli. Oh, my God, as well. Just had an idea for, uh, what was the Zeitgeist heist that we had to obviously retire for a while? Because we haven't done no impressions of all the way back. But, oh, well, right, so yeah. one of the fucking 20 matches we've got tonight, right, what if someone's got someone at ringside? I yeah. don't know why he's talking <laughs> like this all of a sudden. <laughs> it's got to be more bloody old Rick. Right. Get a f- character, you <laughs> Right. 
what if, I don't know, he's fucking crying. Uh, pretty deadly, think they've pinned Roderick Strong, right? They've hit him with, with a big finish. And he goes, one, two, kick out, right? <laughs> but, but, kick out, kick out, but, pretty deadly, all of celebrating. And he goes, Bloody Elwick, celebrating more than Wrexham's owners in the FA Trophy final. Oh, I like that, I like Don't that. Don't celebrate so soon, boys. <laughs> you stupid yanks don't know what the offside rule is, evidently. Slaps, slaps Vic Joseph in the face. Hey, be lucky. See you later. Looks like it wasn't old Sally in Wrexham Wembley Stadium on that day, I think. <laughs> right, let us know your thoughts then of NXT tonight on Twitter. At what culture WWE. Uh, watch today, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wellborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. The Raw Review is available right now, and our review of NXT will be out tomorrow. Uh, so if you subscribe, it'll be in your feed as soon as it is released. But for now, this is the NXT 2.0 preview. My thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.